Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. I hope you're doing well today during this time of quarantining. I'll tell you, as a creature of routine, this quarantining thing is driving me crazy. You see, I'm the type who is very structured and I like to have a morning walk and then I do some work and then I'll go to the gym and then I'll do work in the early afternoon because the type of job I have, I'm not tethered to an office. And then I'll go to a coffee shop and do my work there lots of times. And then I'll come home because I don't really like to spend a lot of time in my home unless I have to. And uh, they took away the gym and they took away the coffee shop. So I am flustered because the gym is like my outlet for my anxiety. And the gym is kind of an outlet, of course, to get exercise and to get the dopamine hit. So I don't have addictions to other things. And now that you close the gym, you take away that outlet for me. And of course, yeah, I can go run in the park, but it's just not the same. And I don't like to be in my home, and now I'm in my home, so it's frustrating. But you know what? These are first world problems either way, even if we didn't have this scare right now. And I'm calling it a scare because I think it's a lot of it is overblown, in my opinion. If you want some opinion or my opinion on what I think of this thing, go over to Holistic Health News because I've done a couple episodes on it. All right, so we're going to talk about myrtle essential oil. Myrtle. The myrtle plant was first mentioned in history in ancient Greece. It was associated with Aphrodite, the goddess of love. Even though Myrtle, you think of Myrtle, the name Myrtle for a woman is so unsexy, right? It's kind of like Albert. Oh, Albert. It's like, oh, Myrtle. And was offered to certain men and women as a symbol of honor. The Greeks also valued the plant because of its healing qualities. Myrtle is an evergreen shrub that originated from Africa, but has become a native plant in the Mediterranean region. Its small, dark green leaves, purple-black colored berries, and fragrant white flowers are all sources of myrtle oil. However, it's the leaves that produce the oil that's used in traditional medicine. The oil derived from the berries is often used as flavoring agents for beverages and alcoholic drinks. I don't know if I've ever drank something that's got myrtle in it. It's such an unsexy name. Myrtle belongs to the same plant family as tea tree and eucalyptus, giving all three similar characteristics. In fact, myrtle's scent is reminiscent of eucalyptus oil. Myrtle is sometimes compared to frankincense oil because they possess a similar composition and scent. Of course, we've done episodes on those too. We're not going to be at myrtle and haven't done one on eucalyptus or frankincense. So that's why we're in the in, in the, the lesser tier essential oils. You may also see lemon myrtle essential oil on the market. While both myrtle oils have a number of related properties, they are two different plant oils. Common myrtle oil comes from Myrtus communis, while lemon myrtle oil comes from Bacchausia citriodora plant. But essentially, we're just going to talk about the main one. Myrtle oil's medicinal functions have been noted as early as 600 BC. According to the Bible, it was used in purification ceremonies. In other cultures, the essential oil of myrtle was used to help ease urinary infections I wonder how they applied that. I'm just curious. Digestive issues and respiratory illnesses. Greek doctors used the plant oil for lung and bladder infections, while in Italy, the oil was an ingredient in children's cough syrup. The oil found in myrtle leaves is also used in skin care as a remedy to regulate menstrual cycle. This reminds me of the, of the total 
bull, you know what, of big pharma. Because big pharma, 100 years ago, took the active ingredients from botanical science. We talk about this over in Holistic Health News. I think it's like in the episode how med schools only teach clinical nutrition and botanical science six weeks or something like that. And I talk about how they got all the best active ingredients from the nature to make their drugs. Like willow bark is where aspirin's from, for example. We know the poppy is where heroin and morphine come from. And then they go create their drug, get the patent, and then they go, of course, back and they lambast and badmouth and malign botanical science, even though that's where they got all the benefits from. And this is why you still find people who be like, oh, essential oils or, oh, acupuncture or, oh, you know, whatever. You know, oh, that's, that's junk science because they're ignorant. They don't know any better because of big form of advertising. All right, so composition of myrtle oil. Studies have noted that the main chemical component of myrtle oil is pinene, cineol, 1,8, and linalool. Pinene is found in many plants and is used as a liniment for rheumatism and aromatherapy. Rheumatism is joint issues. And as a tonic for the respiratory system. Cineol is also called eucalyptol. And you know, of course, it's in eucalyptus oil. And it's found in many plants. All right, let's get to the benefits here. Myrtle oil has been extensively researched for its potential benefits on hormone imbalances, specifically the thyroid and ovaries. Yeah, the thyroid is a tricky thing. If you have too much thyroid, like T3, T4 being produced, and you get the big eyes, and you have hyperthyroidism, you're really clammy, you have a very fast pulse, you're skinny, and of course, if it's under, then you get overweight and you're sluggish. And, and there's autoimmune ones like Hashimoto. Hashimoto. I like to say that. Hashimoto. That's an autoimmune problem for your thyroid. It's too little. And your ovaries. Well, your ovaries can have tons of issues. You know, PCOS is really big right now. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's the second biggest cause of infertility in women. And it's just, there's a lot of stuff going on down there. Myrtle possesses adaptogen properties, which may help regulate an underactive or overactive gland. This is why it's recommended for people suffering from hypothyroidism. Yeah. Synthroid is the common drug that you see for hypothyroidics, and it's a great portmanteau, which is an English term of combining two words to create a new word. Synthroid, synthetic thyroid. Uh, you know, with hypothyroidism, by the way, I would really try to exhaust all other reasons why you're having a sluggish thyroid before you go down the road of taking Synthroid and all these drugs. In skincare, myrtle essential oil is valued for its astringent properties. It can help address oily skin, open pores, sagging skin, and acne. And that's where I think it's mostly used for. You see a lot of, a lot of myrtle being used for integumentary stuff, skin issues. Um, it can also be used for hemorrhoids. Oh, boy. Because of its high tannin content. Does that mean I could put the green tea down there, too? Because green tea and red wine have high tannin. People dealing with respiratory problems, including asthma, cough, and bronchitis, may benefit from myrtle oil because of its expectorant. <laughs> Coughing properties. This means it can help remove excess mucus from your respiratory tract. The oil is gentle enough and is particularly helpful for the elderly and children suffering from nighttime coughs. Which is not surprising given that myrtle and eucalyptus are very similar. And we know eucalyptus is par excellence for respiratory problems. Go back to that episode. Myrtle oil may also inhibit infections due to its antimicrobial properties. In one study, it was shown that the oil could prevent the growth and development of five types of bacteria, including E. coli, Staphylococcus aureus, which its bad version is MRSA, Bacillus subtilis. I wonder how, how subtle is that Bacillus? I'm sorry. Bacillus subtilis, Salmonella, and Listeria. 
Yeah. Salmonella, eat that cookie dough. Keep eating it. I mean, the chances of you getting salmonella from eating cookie dough so infinitely rare or, or, or drinking a drink that smoothie that's got raw egg in it and listeria species. Myrtle oil also functions as an antiseptic and can be applied on wounds. Myrtle oil may also work for mental and emotional health. It can help to relieve nervousness and stress. So all of you guys should be using it. Man, talk about right now how, how stressed out everybody is. This is the time, and you really got to turn to your oils that relieve stress. So, I mean, I would go to like rose and lavender, for example. Just, just, just you got to be have diffusing that stuff because people are freaking out, and a lot of it is just a freak out of the unknown. It, it, I've mentioned it over at Holistic Health News. The studies coming out of China where it's largely died down. It's like eighty five percent of the people who got infected with it had mild to no symptoms. Yeah, yes, they can still pass it on, of course. But remember, if you do end up getting it, statistically, unless you're an eighty year old with a core morbidity problem and you have you know pre existing conditions, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> you're gonna be fine. But it's telling the mind that, of course, stop watching the news. Okay, so. So how can we apply myrtle oil? Well, you can inhale it. You can diffuse it. You can apply it. And you can even add it to your food. For hemorrhoids, add six drops of myrtle oil to 30 grams of cold cream and mix well. Mix really well. For acne... Bad cases of, of white hedger boils can be traded using two teaspoons of grapeseed or whatever oil you like. One drop of wheat germ oil if you have some, and then seven drops of myrtle. Deodorant. I mean, I, I, I'm not a big fan of eucalyptus-smelling deodorant. I have my own. I like the more like cypress-esque type. But, yeah, of course, you can you can put some into some coconut oil and some baking soda. For a calming age, just rub it around uh, your calms or your, or your temples and your feet or just diffuse it. Now, it is safe. I, of course, recommend, like with all oils, you dilute them in a carrier oil. Um, I, I would be very careful about ingesting it, like I normally tell you. And, of course, if you're pregnant and, and so forth, then stay away from it as much as you can. All right, last thing. Unlike the, the more recent oils that we've done, myrtle oil is sold by the two biggies, Deteria and uh, Young Living, all these MLMs. And I'm not affiliated with any of them. Uh, it's priced about $30, $30-$35 for a 15 ml bottle. So it's a moderate price. It's the, kind of the middle range price of most of these oils. So as a reminder, guys, it's mostly used for skin issues. And it's really about the smell. If, if it's a smell that you like and you want to try something that's like eucalyptus, it's because it's in the eucalyptus family, but you want to try something different, you want to live a little during this time, uh, then buy it because it's essentially the same price as eucalyptus. And you can use it for a lot of the same reasons that you can use eucalyptus. But as a reminder, it's great for perfumery. It's great uh, just an overall smell. It's great for your skin. And it's great for those hemorrhoids when you get those hemorrhoids. And it's a good uh, respiratory one just like eucalyptus is. All right, guys, if you found any of this appreciative or helpful, there are ways you can help us out. Naturopathic Earth. Of course, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the 500 articles that we have there and many essential oil and food recipes. If you want to help us out, donate money to our PayPal account. There should be a link in the episode notes probably in two weeks. So go back a couple episodes and you'll see the link there. Donate one time or monthly. $5 is fine. I'm not asking a lot, but it does cost money to run this, this podcast and website. You want to help us in a more passive way, go to Naturopathic Earth and then go to the recipes tab. And then you'll see a bunch of Amazon links on a particular recipe. Click on that to get to Amazon. And then anything you buy within 24 hours through our link of anything on Amazon, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. Buy Confessions of an Obese Child or Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior, my two books, which you can find on Amazon on Kindle or paperback. 
you can buy that. If you want some one-on-one counseling, contact me through the Clarity FM link. If you want to talk about aromatherapy or weight loss or weight man- weight management or whatever you want to talk about, uh, that's another way to help us out. Also, I created an introduction to essential oils course at Mocha FM. I'll include a link in the notes or I go over what are essential oils, how do you use them, the nine big ones in that course, I believe, is $9 over at Mocha FM. If you want to check that out, it's another way to support us. And, of course, we have three podcasts, Holistic Health News, The Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary, and Confessions of a Nobish Child. Please subscribe to all three and post an honest review. Until next time, take care, turn off that TV, and flip on these oils because you're really going to need them right time of, at this time of anxiety. Take care. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth. Let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.